Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Chrissy Rusher about her wishes wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at the St. Augustine Ballroom at the Grand Floridian. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear about her wedding, especially her amazing dress. And you'll be able to see that in the photos that come with the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. So welcome. Hi, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start and find out how you decided to have a wishes wedding at Walt Disney World. Well, we go to Disney once a year. We were going for Star Wars weekend all the time. And when we decided to get married, we knew we were, if we did it locally with all our business contacts and relatives, we were probably going to have to have a really large wedding, you know, 300 people maybe. And we decided that maybe if we had a destination wedding, we could cut that down a little. And we thought if we were going to spend that kind of money on a wedding, why not do it at Disney? That's great. Where are your, most of your family and friends located? They are all over. We are both from Indiana, but we did have guests from Chicago, California, Dave's sisters in Baltimore. So people came from all over, but the majority of them came from Indiana. Okay. Now, when you told them that this is what you wanted to do, what was the reaction? There were some mixed reactions. I think people want the wedding to be close by and we had to kind of really sell some people on the traveling aspect and people get scared when you say it's going to be at Disney, that it's going to be really expensive. But we tried to work all the activities and everything into something that was reasonable that people could choose how many days they went and every day they came, we would have something special going on whether it was a fireworks cruise or the Aloha dinner show. The night after the wedding, we made sure everybody could go to the Halloween party together if they wanted to. So we tried to make it as big or as small as they would choose to do. That's interesting. Was it most people's first time at Disney? It was many people's first time at Disney. And we had one family with of seven, and it was their first trip to Disney World. And they ended up staying for the five-day vacation afterwards, too. That's great. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. How many guests did you end up having? We had 41 guests. Oh, okay, so it's still a manageable size, but big enough that you can have your pick of some of the better venues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell me about the ceremony and reception locations that you chose. When we first started planning this, I used the first edition of your book, actually, and I had my heart really set on the swan boat landing. Oh, and so when it finally came to the time to actually start planning and that was gone, I was kind of bummed out for a couple of weeks. And then I 
kind of got into the wedding pavilion and the idea of that. And I got over the swan boat landing and we came for our planning session and they showed us a lot of spaces and we chose the prop shop and, and they called us after and bad news. It's not available anymore. And so then we just kind of said, you know, we, we've seen those pictures of the ballrooms there at the Grand Floridian and we'll just go for that since it's close to the wedding pavilion and that helped us save on transportation, too, because people could just go from one place over to the other. That's a great point. Did you add a dessert party? Or it sounds like you added a fireworks cruise. We thought about the dessert party, but we kind of went outside the Disney fairy tale wedding thing. And I planned for, and I purchased all the tickets. I collected everybody's money. And the night before the wedding, we did the Pirates and Pals fireworks cruise. And the night before that, we all did the Aloha or Spirit of Aloha dinner show together. That's how we did the events leading into the wedding. That's great because those are both sort of extracurricular things that somebody, maybe it's their first time at Walt Disney World, would not think to do. And that's great that you were able to introduce them to those. Yeah, that fireworks cruise was the hit of the whole thing. I swear people enjoyed that more than they enjoyed the actual wedding and reception because everyone still talks about how much fun we had on that cruise. That's awesome. Did you guys have a theme to your wedding that you incorporated in any of the events? We really just tried to pull a lot of different elements of Disney into it instead of going with one set theme. We like up, so we had the bottle cap boutonnieres, and then of course Cinderella kind of came into play with the carriage. And then we just had little touches, the Wreck-It Ralph medal that I had made for him that I presented him at the end of the ceremony. Just just little things we pulled in instead of going with an a overall theme. Interesting. Now, I would love to know the story behind your amazing dress with these little butterflies all standing off of it and then this great headpiece that coordinated with it with more butterflies. Tell me about how you decided on that and how you pulled that off. We... Or I, in the evenings, we get on Pinterest a lot and look at stuff. And I had things that I'd been looking up and, and saving for when I did get married someday. And I had a lady who does headdresses that was my favorite. And I contacted her first, actually, for a butterfly headpiece because I love Effie on The Hunger Games. And... Um, so I got in contact with her. I actually purchased those way before I ever purchased. There were two headpieces, actually. The butterfly one for the reception was different than the ceremony. The one at the reception actually lit up. I don't know how well you can see that wow. in, in the pictures. It was pretty cool. I was very happy with that when I got it. And the dress was designed by Deconstructress Designs. And she's fairly popular in the uh, cosplay community. A lot of people know who she is. And if you, during Halloween, you'll see a lot of posts of fam a labyrinth family and the family costumes. And that's actually her. So some people are familiar with her work, even though they don't know who she is. That's fascinating. She is in Utah, and I am in Indiana. So that presented a, a unique situation of not ever trying on the dress. So it was, it was stressful, but it was worth it in the long run. Wow. And then how did you get the dress to Florida? <laughs> was 
really going to try to fly with it. I had gotten advice on the Disbrides group. You know, some people had had success with flying with their dress, and I was, it's huge. I got really nervous about trying to get on the plane because I didn't want any hiccups. So we put it in a giant Rubbermaid tote that I taped shut and we put in the back of the van and David, bless his heart, drove it to Florida from Indiana. Wow. And then was getting into the dress difficult? Like were, were all of those butterflies already attached or did, was there any assembly required on the day of? We had to repair a couple that got crushed and the designer had sent the extras, but it traveled as you see it in the pictures, it traveled that way. And it took two or three people to get me in the dress because we were trying to be as careful as possible. I noticed that you got ready in a ballroom. Was that something because of the dress or how did you decide to do that? Well, I had talked to my wedding planner, Maxine, about my concerns and getting ready at the hotel because we were staying at the Port Orleans French Quarter and about just how I was going to travel in that dress without crushing the butterflies. And she said that she may be able to get us a, a small ballroom or conference room if it wasn't being used. And she was successful in doing that. So we went early in the morning, the whole bridal party, and we took the dress in one of the, the large vans that you can rent. And we got ready over there right at the Grand Floridian in the conference room there. That's great. It was very convenient. Yeah, definitely. Can you give me a timeline of how the day ran? We woke up and we had the little crises that happened on the morning of the wedding. And we had some breakfast, traveled to the Grand Floridian. And it, I think we were getting ready for roughly about four hours before picture time. And they came and got us after the men were done at the hotel with their pictures. And then we went to the actual hotel, got our pictures taken, and then uh, went to the holding area there at the, well, of course, the carriage came and picked me up and took me and my daughters to the wedding pavilion there. And then it just started. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of hard. That day is a little bit of a blur. And I think if any advice that I would give at all would probably be to try to sit back and enjoy that because it did start to, to take on a life of its own. And, and Disney was just amazing because they had that down and they took care of everything. That's great. So when you guys were planning, what were the most and least important aspects where you focused your time and your budget? We really wanted, if people were going to travel to Disney, we wanted to make it worth their while and give them a show. So we tried to focus on having the big elements. And now this is just for us, but we really wanted to have the carriage. We really wanted the wedding to be at the pavilion. And then we wanted that cake because we wanted there to be something at the reception that people would never probably see at home. And that was the new projection cake? It was the projection cake. Did you guys customize the projections at all or pick among the ones that they offer, or did you show all of the loops? We did the whole loop that's available. Creating our own wasn't really in our price range. That's a pretty expensive venture. 
we just went with, I think there's the carousel, the stained glass, and then Tinkerbell doing the pixie dust, which is my personal favorite. That's why I love that cake is the pixie dust. But um, we didn't do anything extra, but that was more than enough. People really loved that cake. Yeah, what were their reactions when they walked into the ballroom and they saw it? They really couldn't believe it. <laughs> and, and you know, the little girls were just going crazy, um, the young girls that we had at the wedding. It was, it was really amazing. I would not suggest doing the option where you can actually have real cake for that and cut it because it, the projections ran through the whole entire reception right up until the end. And people were going and taking video of it the whole entire time. Oh, interesting. So then what did you do for, did you have a real cake in the back or? Yes, there is one picture that you can see. There was just a tiny small round and that's actually where Mr. and Mrs. Miller cake topper was at. And it sits behind the projection cake. So you go back there and, and do the whole routine of cutting the cake and feeding it to each other if you want to. And then you don't cut the actual cake. <laughs> They got to reuse that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then what was your favorite memory of the wedding day? You know, it sounds really funny, but my favorite part of the wedding day was actually getting ready with the bridesmaids in that room for those four hours because the stress was gone. It was happening, and I was with my best girls, and we were just having a really good time putting on makeup. <laughs> you know, so. In a way, I guess maybe that shouldn't be my favorite part. <laughs> it should be getting married. But those moments with, with my best friends were leading up into that and in that amazing place were, were priceless to me. No, that's wonderful. And I think we all know that, of course, the ceremony was meaningful. But it's always interesting to hear what other moments of the day stood out to people. And, and that's true. Camaraderie with your bridesmaids or your family is definitely a big part of the wedding. Yeah, it was amazing. We had so much fun. Now, was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? The only thing that went wrong was we had one of the flower girls was hysterically crying because we had Jack Skellington in the wedding. Oh, tell me about and, this. <laughs> well, when I initially invited my high school best friend to have her son in the wedding as Jack Skellington, it never occurred to me that him being in that makeup would be frightening to any of the kids. It, it just didn't occur to me. And we got there to the wedding pavilion and he came in in full makeup and boy, she tore out of there screaming and crying and she cried pretty much through the whole entire ceremony. <laughs> but it's just one of those things that can happen when you have kids in the wedding. You know, I, I kind of was upset about it, but in retrospect, there just wasn't, was no way for anybody to know that was going to happen. Right. I mean, he could have been dressed up like Donald and she would have freaked out. It's yeah, everybody's it's, different. <laughs> exactly. So I, I guess that was the only real live hiccup that we had. And, you know, her ears fell down because she was crying in her face while she was trying to walk down the aisle. So it really, I think the wedding was very traumatic for our oh, no. girl. Let's hope it isn't lasting drama that prevents her from <laughs> right. getting married. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? I focused a lot on little things that weren't important, like having those napkins or wedding programs 
I initially wasn't going to get those things. And, and then I was like, I have to have them, you know, everyone will, will realize it's not there and it won't be a perfect wedding. And, and we cut the confetti cannon because of it. And, you know, I ended up with all of almost every single program was still there and I still have all those napkins and those little tiny things. So I think if I could do it over again, I would have went with the confetti cannon. Yeah, that's a good point because those have a really big bang for your buck and you can take photos and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I just thought people would want that keepsake. And I think because of the nature of it being the Disney wedding, no one really cared about that. They were just ready for the show and they walked past those programs and didn't even think about it. And I've even asked people, you know, do you want me to send you one? And they're like, oh, no, that's okay. (laughs) I'm like, I spent so much money on those. (laughs) Yeah. I know for me, it was like, I really wanted people to be able to have something to hang on to and follow during the ceremony so they wouldn't just fall asleep. But I was totally prepared for them not to keep them. So I kept a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, a a large container full of napkins and which I think we'll maybe just use at, at dinners here and there. We'll get a use out of them. But. That's a fun idea because then it's a little reminder of your wedding. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. Is there anything else you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I don't think so. I think maybe, I feel like maybe I didn't see enough pictures of some of the buffet setups. And I felt like I was really stuck on having a plated dinner because I thought we have to give them a plated plated dinner. It will be classy. It'll look nicer. And, And now I've seen a lot of the buffets and I thought, gosh, we could have saved so much money and we probably could have had Mickey and Minnie, which was something that we ended up cutting at the last minute also. So the plated dinner was delicious, but in retrospect, I think I almost wish we would have done the mashed potato bar and some of those other things that they have now that they look really cool. Yeah, that's a good point because Disney buffets really are, you hear from guests that they're so much more impressive than you would expect for a buffet. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I've seen in the pictures. So I think if I had one regret, maybe that something, a large element of the wedding that I would redo, that it may be the plated dinner. Interesting. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I have posted pretty extensively my photo albums on the Diz Brides wedding group. I think most of it is available there. And then I do have a, a small Disney fan page on Facebook. It's called the Fantasmic Disney page. I just started posting stuff on there because my family was sick and tired of seeing my Disney posts. So it's just a little thing that I post stuff on there. Well, Chrissy, thanks so much for sharing the story of your day. I think it's going to be really instructive to anyone who wants to do something a bit different or they're interested in the projection cake or just tips on enjoying their day. So I really appreciate your taking the time. It was my pleasure. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp. 
or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.